What's going on, you guys? It's your boy, the chef. <clears throat> we back in this, man. So today's uh, January 4th, I believe. It's Friday, 4.04 p.m. here in California. It's a little chilly, actually, out here. Um, it's pretty cold, actually, for California. So it's 64 degrees out here, man, and shit goes crazy. I'm like layered up, got a sweater on and a jacket with my hood up because I'm just that much of a fucking weenie. I can't handle the cold out here, man. I was up in Bakersfield for the weekend and it was like 30 degrees up there. And I used to live in Lancaster, bro. Shit would get to like 27 degrees out there, man. It'd be colder than most of the, some parts in the fucking East Coast, man. But anyways, I know some of y'all out there just dealing with snow and maybe, maybe dealing with snow. I don't know. It might not be snowing wherever you're at, but if you're here in Southern California, um, it's kind of cold. It's going to rain tomorrow, <clears throat> supposedly, but we'll see. You know, it says it rains, but then it doesn't fucking rain. Or it'll rain for like two minutes. It's not like Seattle <laughs> or fucking somewhere else where it rains for days on end. The other way, I mean, ever since I got my new car, I don't, I don't mind about the rain. I got... You know, I got performance tires or whatever they're called and all-wheel drive and I'm good. My last car, man, that shit, mm, car would, battery would die if it rained too long and puddles would like make the car get crazy. Now I got this car, everything's all covered up, it's all good, it's all, it's all good. If any of you are wondering, I have a 2018 Super Impreza, non-WRX, STI, whatever. Um, I don't really know how to drive stick, therefore I can't. I didn't want to buy a WRX. There was the option to buy an automatic, but man, it was too much. It was like 40 grand, because you had to get like the premium trim, and you had to get the STI. So it was just, it was, it was too expensive for just to get an automatic and just an STI. If I wanted to get an automatic car, I'll, I'll buy a Mustang or something, which I'm thinking of buying. No, my next car, I don't know, after I'm done with this, my Subi, I don't know, I'm thinking an X5 BMW. The car's expensive. The base is like 50 grand. But, you know, who knows where you'll be in three years. Hopefully I'll be where I want to be and I'll be able to afford it. Um, but you never know. Anyways, today on the podcast, we're not going to talk about much. We still got a couple couple miles before I get home. Cut this podcast to it. Put this podcast to it in. See, we got 39 minutes till I get home. All right. Uh, ET guidance. But yeah, so let's see. Had a good day at work. You know, not too crazy. Nothing I can't can't handle at work. Um, I'm sorry if I'm saying I'm a lot. I'm still new to the whole podcast game. My speech isn't the best right now. I did buy a microphone, so I hope it, it's working and it's gonna sound better and clearer than I was just using my cheap headphones as the mic. But you know, we got we got a microphone now. So before I start, I just want to shout out—not shout out—but I want to give you guys my info. Um, if you have any questions, or you're looking for advice, or you just want to share your story, I don't know. I set up an email: commutingchefpodcast at gmail.com. Hit up the email, man. If you leave me down, leave me a story of your day, tales of the line or something. Um, or if you want like some advice, I'll answer your, I'll answer your advice via email. Um, just write, you know, private or something and 
I'll write, I'll just give you some advice via email. I won't share it on the podcast, but if you don't put private, I'll, I'll read them. I'll read it out on the podcast. You never know. Someone else might have the same question, but don't want to ask. And then, yeah, you can just hit me up on my pod, on my email for anything. Again, it's uh, commutingchefpodcast at gmail.com. You can follow me on Twitter. Uh, I'm not too active on Twitter because I'm kind of, I'm really busy, so I don't have time to be tweeting every couple minutes. Um, but if you want to follow me on there, it's xchefmiguel at Twitter, on Twitter. If you want to follow my Instagram, it's, it's like, it's not my personal blog. It's not my personal Instagram. It's more like a, I, uh, it's like a chef-driven Instagram, so I just repost photos of you know beautiful dishes and things of that nature so if you want to follow my instagram it's a chef's a chef blog right super super cool name i was so happy that was available um so yeah follow me on there um i think that's it obviously if you're listening to my podcast it's on podbean i should be on itunes now Uh, i don't remember the name to my blog my verbal blog that i type up random blog posts um you can follow that one too i'll put the link in the description when i put this podcast out but yeah follow all my platforms man i'd really appreciate it if you like this podcast um give me a like maybe subscribe to i don't know if i'm not really familiar with podbean so i don't know if it's a subscribe type thing i think it's just a follow but you know give me a follow man like it really help really appreciate it show me that you know there's an actual and this dude just Man, there's a car accident right now on the freeway. Hence why it's called Community Chef Podcast. I'm going home right now. Home, I think probably the white car probably slammed on his brakes. The car behind him didn't give himself enough space. He slammed into him because the car in the front didn't really have a lot of damage on the back end. But the dude that hit, I'm assuming he hit, he's the cause of it. He hit the car, the first car. Man, his hood's all bent backwards and all fucked up. So, I mean, hopefully they fix it. Hopefully they figure it out civilly civil civilly civilly whatever um anyways back to what i was saying so you know this podcast hopefully we'll get i'll get a good fan base um fan base going there's not that many chef podcasts around mine is i listen to a lot i don't really listen to a lot of podcasts i have like a select few that i listen to maybe if the title is interesting i'll listen to it but i mostly listen to uh you know joe rogan even though a lot of people are you either like them or you don't okay like i like joe rogan i don't really just because i like him doesn't mean i have to agree with everything he says i don't really i just listen to listen i don't really take a side on whatever it is they're talking about unless i know the subject which most of the time i don't know what the fuck they're talking about especially when they're all political and stuff um and then so there's that i like to listen to bill burr's podcast i think it's called the morning podcast something like that Um, so I like to listen to his That's what my podcast is kind of based around His podcast is just random things That come to mind He just rambles about nothing And um, rants and stuff I don't really rant Maybe I'll rant Who knows I don't know where I'll be um, But yeah so um, I just I'm, I base my podcast around Like what his podcast style is which is just a bunch of random nothingness. Um, I also talk about sports and things like that. So we'll start off. I typically start the podcast, the actual podcast itself. It's typically culinary driven, mostly talking about my day. And if anyone hit, hit up the email, 
or any kind of questions popped up, I'll answer those. But for right now, just talk about my day, what I did, and how I overcame certain obstacles. So like today, we had I had to come in and do, do breakfast shit slash dinner or lunch. Oh, that went down weird. So I did breakfast and lunch, and I don't have a prep cook right now because, you know, the company's not giving me the hours for it. So I, I just had to had to be, you have to do the breakfast and prep your shit out at the same time. So it's kind of it's kind of trippy. <clears throat> so in my industry, if your time management sucks, it's not going to be for you. So luckily, I mean, I was kind of busy today in terms of orders that came in for breakfast. And on top of that, I'm trying to prep my, my lunch dinner, my lunch special, which was lobster mac and cheese and... And then the other option was a BLT salad. So surprisingly, the BLT salad, I, I, could, I didn't want to knock that out first because that one can get built to order. So I started with the mac and cheese. You know, I boiled my mac and then I made my cheese sauce, a little bechamel, some American cheese and some cheddar cheese, a little Parmesan, a little cream, mix it, mix it, mix it, thick and gets on nice and thick. And then, you know, my pasta's cooked, tossed it all together. And then what I did, I, I grabbed the lobster. I, I used the claw meat for this. I grabbed the lobster, sauteed it in butter, little lemon juice. Boom, that's done. Tossed it in with the mac or chopped it up more. No, I chopped it first, then I sauteed it in butter. Threw that motherfucker in the, in the mac. Gave it a stir. Boom, threw it in a 200 pan. And then put a little bit, little bit of regular cheese, just like shredded cheese, put that in there. And then threw some... Um, some more cheese sauce on top and like the edges, you know, so it doesn't burn, get too dry. And then I grabbed some panko, uh, a little bit of butter, threw that bitch in a pan, a nice saute pan, a pretty big saute pan, seared, and then just started, you know, browning my, toasting my um, my panko, threw some chili, what I throw in there. I just threw in some Parmesan at the end and some garlic powder, mixed it together, topped my mac with it, threw that bitch in the oven, boom mac and cheese was done it took me a while because i had to keep stepping away from my mac because you know <coughs> like i said i had orders and so i finished that and then finally i had some more free time i was able to build my salads you know plated up all my salads nice and constructed and then i threw all that in the fridge all the i threw the mac left the mac in the oven at like 200 just so it can stay warm and then right before service i took off the foil put that bitch at 500 let the brown get nice and nice and crispy a little burnt so i served it my job you know we have to have a veg it doesn't matter what it is we have to have a veg so i served it with roasted peppers Ooh. sorry guys it's been a long day roasted peppers and well roasted zucchini and peppers <coughs> and then that was the plate garnished it with a little parsley and then that was pretty much it. So I didn't really do much cooking after that because once my mid came in, I was like, I put him to work the line so I can go do some office work. Because um, once you become a chef, like I've said, like I've always said, it comes to like maybe 30% cooking, um, 80% or 70% office work. So you know how to work on the schedules. I had to work on um, get some Cisco done. Actually, Cisco was already done. No, I don't have to do Cisco until Sunday. 
Um, so on Sunday, I have to do my inventory for Cisco, my order for Cisco. And then, so I did that. So I did my, I did my credit card receipts for the, for my credit card at work. I had to go to the store. And I got, got a couple events coming up. We're gonna have like a happy hour event. I don't know why they want to do this. We already serve alcohol for dinner. So I don't know, they're thinking about doing that. And then I have a theme dinner every month. I don't know what I'm doing. I think I'm doing Thai, doing some Thai food. So I gotta do some research on Thai cuisine and what I'm trying to, what I'm gonna try to pull off. And then, I don't know, I'll probably make some Pad Thai. And Pad Thai, is that Thai? I don't even know. I think so. Those. Um, Maybe some chicken, chicken noodles, chicken and noodles. I don't know. I haven't had Thai food in a while, so I don't really remember. So yeah, <clears throat> maybe some mango sticky rice. That'd be fun. But yeah, so I got to try to figure out that. I got to figure out a menu for that. So I'll probably do some research on that on Sunday, maybe if I have some free time. Tomorrow's gonna suck because I don't got a dishwasher at night. So me and the closing cook, we're gonna have to like be jumping back and forth from cooking, or I will. I'll be. I'll let him take care of dinner and then I'll be jumping from the dishes to him from dishes to to the from dishes to cooking and then so that should be interesting hopefully it's not a heavy night because sometimes man it should be rough man it should be rough out here for a fucking pimp man and then See what else and then that's yeah, so tomorrow should be even a pretty eventful day but yeah then i my boss came to my job today came to visit one of my divisional chefs came to visit well my divisional chef came to visit he oversees the couple buildings a couple of the restaurants near me or yeah restaurants near me and then so we came we shot shot the shit explained some shit to me about labor and what i gotta do to get labor under control and things like that and then we started talking about other things within the company things i need to know for this year what changes are going to be made and what changes are going to be happening so we should have a good year this year my main focus is you know working with working better with the budget because you know with the holidays the budget was just you know non-existent um because you know i had so many events last month last month i had like two events like every week i had two events like every week cook came back from vacation so that's fucking good um, so that's good I wanna, I wanna I'm so excited that he's back so I don't have to cover as much still gotta cover a little bit but not that much and then what else what else do we have going on uh, nothing else I gotta plan the menu for next week that's always fun menu planning is probably the thing I hate the most I like it but I hate it because, you know, I like doing it because it gives me a chance to do something different. But I hate it because, you know, my hands are kind of tied with what I can do. I have to go by whatever the company, from whatever options the company allows me to go through. And if I want to do something different like my own, I got to like go through all these channels to, to do it. So being a corporate chef is a little different than being just a restaurant chef. But it's all good. This career is all about adapting. And at the end of the day, 
it's just food, okay? But, like I said, this career, well, it depends where you work, because, like, for me, in my industry that I'm in, the senior living game, once you've worked in one kitchen, you've worked at the mall. All of them run the same, all of them run the same operation, all of them run the same setup, the same time frames, the same everything, just different location, maybe different foods, obviously different foods, but, you know, it's all, give or take, it's all the same shit. And then, but yeah, so I don't really like, like I said, like here, when I started working here, when my morning guy just straight up quit on me, I came in and handled that shit. I, I had only been there like two days. I don't even really know the operations, how breakfast goes and shit. But like, I've been doing this a long time. So I know, I know basically what the extent of what to do. And I did what I know. Um, I just did what I know and it worked out, luckily. And so that was that. So like I said, that that's what I'm trying to say. Like if you worked at one restaurant, you worked them all. So like if you worked at, uh, it's it's a little different between restaurants and what I do, but it's it's all, it's all re- relative. So like whenever you get a new job, you go into a new kitchen. You know it's okay to be nervous, but don't be like overly nervous. Like if you have experience, you're gonna be fine. Like I get it when you're like still green and you only have like a year experience maybe less than a year then yeah it'll be a little harder but you know you could you'll learn hopefully where you work the cooks or whoever's back there dishwashers whatever they're not that much like territorial dicks you know because sometimes like you can go to a a new place from what i've seen and what i've heard you know you go to a new place and you go to a new place and the fucking people that are there are so fucking bitter and hateful on the new people because they're scared for you know their hours like well i don't want to get my hours cut they've sabotaged the new guy so he doesn't even have a chance so don't do that don't be that guy don't be a fucking dick don't don't fuck someone else over because you can't because you're insecure about your job how you work because like, if you're doing your job you're doing you're handling your shit your hours are going to be fine um so just be cool help the guy out you know, if he's new, if he's green, don't don't haze him. Just teach him what he needs to learn, and he'll be fine. Don't ruin cooking for him. Because cooking, being a cook or a chef or a sous or whatever, any peg along, any piece, in, any level on the totem pole, it's all fucking hard, man. Like, it all, it all requires a team. Like, your chef is just as good as his team. That's what I've been told, and that's what I've seen. You're only as good as the team you lead. If your team is shit, you're gonna be shit but if your team is superstars you're gonna be a superstar but then again if your chef is shit you guys are gonna be shit like so yeah so just if you're and it goes both ways so like if you're if the chef is great but his team sucks that's it's gonna hurt the chef more than anything but then again if your chef is a true chef and a true leader he'll be able to whip everyone into shape then again if your staff is on point and the new chef comes and he's just trash he just doesn't give a fuck he doesn't want to be on the line with you I'm not saying they have to be on the line but a little camaraderie never hurts so for me i'm a hands-on chef so i don't mind working the pit working the line i don't really like serving because i just fucking hate serving that's why i'm a chef i don't really like being with people but it is what it is i'll do it if i have to i can do it i'm good at it i'm I can, like, we'll get by, but I'm not the best at it. I'm not the best server on earth. I, I forget things. 
But yeah, so like I said, if your chef is a little type that just wants to hang back with his arms crossed and just point fingers and shit, I'm like, fuck that guy. That guy's fucking no good to anybody. All he wants to do is micromanage and and um, just take your shit, just be a dickhead about everything. Fuck that guy. But if your chef is committed to the cause, committed to the cause, sound like a fucking activist or something, um, committed to the cause and you know um, he wants to help everyone, he wants to teach people, he wants to, you know, promote team growth you know that's fucking great like that's that's what we need as we need to do that as chefs to promote team growth and camaraderie like being a cook and everything being in this industry it's all about teamwork like front of the house it's all about being a team but they still just want to do everything themselves or they or they want to push their work to someone else it's either or but you can go three one of three ways you guys can all work as a team help each other out and be fucking awesome or you guys can just be lone wolves and do everything on your own or you can be lazy fucks and just do the basic most minimal amount of effort to help or and then be lazy about side works you know it is what it is just like the same with back of the house you can either be like i'm meats today so that's all i'm fucking doing don't ask me about fish don't ask me about garnish don't ask me about this don't ask me about that like you could there's there's no problem with that guy as long as he's doing his as long as he's rocking out that fucking grill station or the saute station or whatever whatever let him do that i mean it'd be best it'd be better if he fucking helped around and not just be a dick and like nope i'm this today nothing else but it is what it is but if he's like that and he fucking sucks at whatever station he's at man get off your fucking i don't know get off your ego trip and fucking learn how to fucking grill a steak at medium properly or rare, you know? So, um, I guess this ended up turning into a rant about either side of the defense on, like, your staff, your chef, teamwork. I mean, whatever. That's what this podcast is about. It's about just letting it all out, decompress. You guys listen to me rant. Maybe relate to what I'm saying. And, yeah. So, like like I said, their chefs, chefs come in many ways. They come as, you know, super lenient and pushovers or there's... That's one end of the spectrum. The other end is like a super dick that just, you know, you know, he's just hard on everybody, which is, again, that is fine. If you want to be that kind of chef, it's kind of harder in this kind of day and age because, you know, everyone's so sensitive about shit and everyone's like getting their feelings hurt. Can't even fucking do it. Because I remember when I used to work in restaurants, man, me and like the expo guy, we used to just fucking hate each other and like, man, fuck you, fuck that. And like, you know, go fuck yourself type shit. Like, we would just be at war with each other on during service. But then after service, it'd be like, hey, let's go uh, let's go to the bar. Get a drink. Or let's go across the street. Or, you know, me and Julio over here, we're going to go wherever. 
you know, at the end, you know, service with service after and before service. Like before service, it's pretty test. Like we're trying to get our mise en place ready. We're trying to get shit going. Don't fucking talk to me. Don't ask me about the special right now. Go ask the chef. You know, it was it was shit like that. During service, it was like, you know, hey man, I don't give a fuck that you forgot to put in this order. Your emergency isn't my emergency. So go fucking until the chef says fire this or 911 your fucking order. You gotta fucking wait because our orders come from this fucking guy right here. And then, but yeah, like I said, you know, it was like that. It was like that. It was like it was fucking war during service. And after service, we were all fucking chilling at the end. We were all fucking talking about how crazy service was. And, you know, how, you know, this guy was being a dick or this server asked so many fucking questions. Or did you see that receipt that said, let me get a medium steak, no blood? Like, go fuck yourself, guy. Now, what the fuck do you mean medium steak no blood um but yeah so you know that was service that was that was it is what it was what it was so like i said if your chef wants to be like that like like i hate to use this expression because he's you know but whatever like chef ramsey but see chef ramsey was a dick but he taught you as well and that's all right by me i'll i'm fine with my chef being a hard ass like that as long as you teach as long as you're teaching as well not just a dick and not helping that poor guy or girl um you know cook um another guy or girl and then but yeah so like there's like I said, there's many chefs, there's many managers, dining room managers, whatever. That's just fucking dicks, you know. Sometimes they're 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 good at what they do, and they have a right to be how they are. Some chefs just demand excellence. Like when I used to work fine dining, our chef was so fucking meticulous about everything. If it was shit, it was shit. You don't give a fuck. These people have to wait a little bit longer if it's his fucking emulador. He's putting out the food that he deems is fucking perfect. And then, but yeah. Yeah, so that's pretty much my little rant on chefs and teamwork in the kitchen and things like that. <laughs> so we'll probably shift over to, um, let's shift over to, how much time we got left? 16 minutes. Uh, let's shift over to sports, man. Let's see. Um, a lot happened this last week. I guess the most recent thing is, you know, if you guys are into basketball or whatever, I'm into. I, I watch pretty much all sports. Um, if it's a sport, I'll, I'll watch it, I mean, with exceptions. Obviously, I don't watch golf or you know volleyball or <clears throat> anything like that. So, but I was watching the, the 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 who was playing Golden State versus the Rockets. Fucking James Harden, with, or that's his name, right? James Harden. James Harden. Fucking with that clutch three-pointer to win, to beat fucking Golden State. I don't know, man. I don't know what's going on with Golden State, but they're not the dynasty they proclaimed to be last year. Like, kind of falling off. I don't know if it's because they're scared they're going to lose Durant. Or if, like, I'm, I'm, you know, Durant's a free agent, what, next year? This year? Next year? I don't know. Next season? This summer? He might be a free agent again. And, you know, who the fuck knows where he's going to go? might stay with Golden State. He might go. Well, who knows?
Um, <clears throat> but yeah, so he might go somewhere else. He might stay. Who knows? Kawhi Leonard got booed at. In, where did they play? Did they play in Sacramento yesterday? Yeah, I think they played in Sacramento. He got booed. And then um, oh, the Lakers played against the Thunder at L.A. And it's ironic. It's funny because the Laker, Laker fans were all over PG's. On fucking Paul George's dick when his rumors came out that he might be in five lake Hughes traffic jams expect delays. Curse, curse, curse. Um, shout out to Dona Media on YouTube. Um, yeah, so Lakers fans were fucking on Paul George's dick when the rumors came out that he's that he might be coming to LA. They all wanted him. They were all like, oh, PG 13 in LA, yada, 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 and then, so obviously that didn't happen. He stayed in um, OKC for, what, five years, I think he signed? Four years? I think he got a Supermax contract? I don't know. Anyway, and then he gets booed and chanted, we don't want you, or we don't need you. <laughs> oh, my God, it was funny. I didn't watch that live, but, you know, I saw it on SportsCenter. I thought it was pretty funny. And then, uh, what else happened then? Floyd Mayweather's stupid fight was on the 1st or the 31st for the New Year's Eve fight against that Japanese kickboxer. That was terrible. Man, that kickboxer didn't put up no type of challenge for Floyd, man. Floyd knocked his ass out. That was, I guess, that was whatever. You know, everyone's just... You know, Floyd Mayweather is the guy you love to hate. So, you know, that fool, when his pay-per-views come out, they're, it's going to get buys because people want to see him lose. He probably will never lose. He's... You know, he. I'm not a big Floyd Mayweather fan, but it is what it is. You know, his record speaks for itself. Uh, his antics outside of that is whatever. But like I said, you know, it speaks for itself. He he fucking did what he had to do. He's 50 and 0, and he beat all challengers, and boom, whatever. But yeah, so people buy the buys because there's a small part of you. There's a small chance he might lose, and people want to see that shit. They've probably wanted to see that shit since he's been 30 and 0. I don't know. But yeah, so there's that. And then John Jones beat Alexander Gustafson, whatever his name is. That dude should, Gustafson should just fucking retire already. You're 0 for 3 for title attempts. Like, you're not winning a title, big baby. That's it, man. You're done. I don't know. They shouldn't give you any more fights, man. John Jones won, of course. Um, I don't really give a fuck. Like, I feel, I don't feel like he should have gotten a title shot. So early on, I feel like he should have fought his way back, like like Conor McGregor should. But it is what it is, you know. John Jones is a money pit to Dana, so of course he's gonna get whatever. And but yeah, so like I said, hopefully I don't think DC will fight John Jones again. I'm pretty sure he's gonna stay at heavyweight, and I don't think. John Jones is going to go up to heavyweight. He could, but I don't think he will. I think he's just going to stay at lightweight because, like, he's all Christian and shit now. He's going to leave DC alone. But who knows? He could move up or... But if he does move up, he still has two fights before he can get to John Jones because he needs to give Stipe his rematch or he's going to fight Brock Lesnar according to DC's mouth. But who knows? I don't know what's going to happen. And then... But yeah, if you enjoyed this podcast, I'm about to get home. 
which means this podcast is coming to an end. Uh, if you're enjoying this podcast, you know, please give me a like. If you're listening to this on Podbean, thank you so much for listening. Follow my platforms, and if you, like I said, if you have advice, if you have uh, questions, or you need advice, or you want to put in, you want me to say something, like a story, your story on my next podcast, you know, hit hit up the email at uh, communitychefpodcast at gmail um, Follow my Twitter x x chef miguel, the Instagram at chef's blog. Uh, thank you so much for listening. Like always, keep keep learning new things. Keep your knife sharp and your mind sharp. Until next time, peace.